was composed of about 60 Jewish families and approximately 450 Catholic and Protestant families. My family belonged to the middle class. Papa had his own textile business. Jews had lived in Kippenheim for at least 200 years. I was the last Jewish child born there. The synagogue was the center of our lives. I remember well the interior of our beautiful synagogue. The bright chandeliers always caught my eye. It was very strange and special for me to hear Cantor Schwab chant our Hebrew prayers. Most of the Jewish people of Kippenheim attended the Sabbath service on Saturday morning. There was always a special festive spirit during our holidays, and the worshippers came dressed in their best clothes. It was common practice to visit one another after the synagogue service and to invite a stranger into one's home for dinner. There was a very strong bond among the Jewish people of Kippenheim. We felt as if we were all members of an extended family. Many of the Christians of Kippenheim were farmers, while the Jews owned small shops and sold textiles or cattle. We were a friendly community, and both Christians and Jews assumed responsibility for their German citizenship in peace and in war. Papa was a soldier in the German army in World War I. He was only 18 years old when an enemy bullet tore through his right shoulder and wounded him badly. He was decorated with the Iron Cross for his bravery in the service of his country. I was the only child of Bertolt and Regina Auerbacher. Papa's family had settled in Kippenheim some two hundred years earlier. Most of his family made their living by buying and selling cattle, an occupation practiced by many Jews in southern Germany. Papa's grandfather bought the large house in which Papa and I were born. Many Auerbachers lived in Kippenheim, and all of us were related. Mama was born in Jebenhausen, an even smaller village some two hundred miles away. Her father was also a cattle dealer. Papa's parents had died a few years before his marriage to Mama. Three of Papa's married sisters lived in different parts of Germany, and the fourth lived in France. Two sisters had two children each. They were my older cousins, Hella, Werner, Heinz, and Lore. Mama's only brother was married and lived a few hours away. Bertolt Auerbach, Moses Baruch Auerbacher, a member of my family, was one of Germany's most beloved folk writers. He lived from 1812 to 1882, and his stories of the Black Forest made him world famous. Bertolt Auerbach was born and lived in Nordstetten in southern Germany, which was where my family came from. We were a happy community in Kippenheim, until the sound of marching boots shattered the peace of our tranquil village. A massive riot took place on November 9, 1938. That event is called Kristallnacht, or Night of Broken Glass. It marked the beginning of terror that would continue for seven years. I was then only three years old. November 9, 1938 It was a cold morning in November, a day that I will always remember. We were awakened from a peaceful sleep. The flames of terror had begun to leap. Open the door, police, let us in. Don't run or hide, you cannot win. We had avoided the truth and closed our eyes. The knock on our door had caught us by surprise. All Jewish men are now under arrest. Report to City Hall and join the rest. Grandpa attended services each day. Now, from his prayers, he was torn away. 
The train rolled on toward incarceration. Dachau, barrack number 16, their destination. Arbeit macht frei, work means freedom, was their only greeting, to hide the reality they would be meeting. They wore blue and white striped uniform. Beaten and hungry, they faced the storm. In the village, only women and children were left, followed by rampage of tremendous ruin and theft. Our temple became the prime target of hate. Mama saw tablets ripped from their normal state. The commandments lay broken on the ground, heralding darkness with their crushing sound. Broken glass crashing echoed all day. Our house was no place for us to stay. In our living room, a stone grazed my head. We ran for shelter in a backyard shed. The volcano had exploded and begun to spew. In its path lay the destiny of every...